Welcome to day four of Pray First. I'm so glad that you made it here again. And I want to take a moment before we begin and encourage you to invite someone, um, either via text or maybe social media. Um, you can find some helpful links in the app and uh, maybe in a Facebook post as well. But invite someone to join you on this prayer journey. Um, I want to start today's devotion by reading some beautiful words of encouragement from Peter to some of the other early believers. Um, Peter was an eyewitness to Jesus. He talked with Jesus and ate and walked and served and laughed with Jesus. Uh, And and then he's writing this letter later on in his life um, to other believers. And it's almost like as he writes to people who weren't eyewitnesses, he's kind of in awe of their faith. And he says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him. And you are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And I think there's a constant wrestling that we all have um, where we kind of want to see and experience God more in our world or in our lives. Um, but think about it. If Jesus showed up in person this morning or today and, and ate breakfast or ate lunch with you and drove to work with you, clocked in with you, what would be the result of Jesus being with you in person? I mean, after you got over the wow factor and he did some neat stuff and parted all of the traffic so that you could drive through, you know, when you went to bed that night, what would be different about yourself? If we spend a day with Jesus in the flesh, see, I I think we'd find ourselves being more kind. Uh, I I don't think we'd stop smiling all day. We'd be so full of joy. I I think we'd see some of what Jesus sees as worth redeeming in other people. Um, if, If he challenged us, I think we'd probably do the hard work of fixing a broken relationship. We'd find ourselves being more generous, whether with resources or just ourselves. And so we have to ask ourselves, if Jesus were here in person with me, what good would it do for me and for the people around me? And I think Peter had this in mind when he uses that phrase, you're receiving the salvation of your souls. Because he goes on in his letter to talk about what it looks like when someone is different because of Jesus. For example, for example, starting in chapter 2 and verse 1, he says, you know, get rid of evil behavior and deceit and hypocrisy and jealousy and unkind speech. Um, he goes on later in chapter 2 and talks about submit to human authority and respect everyone and love the family of God. And then he just continues in the letter to keep piling it on to servants and to wives and to husbands and other believers. And going back to chapter 1, verse 8 and 9 that we read at the beginning, I think what Peter is trying to tell us is that even though you don't see him present with you, there is something happening in you that is causing you to love loving Jesus. There is something filling you with joy. Be, why, why is it filling you with joy? Why do you find yourself more attracted to Jesus? And the reason is because we are receiving the change that was promised to us. We are receiving that kind of heart transplant that God promised in the Old Testament when he promised to remove our hearts of stone and put tender hearts in us. And it's as we come into God's presence through prayer, as we begin to focus more on him than on ourselves, like we've mentioned the past few days, we realize that there's nothing in us that's hidden from him. And that doesn't have to be just a negative thing, um, but also in ways that give us a a sense of of worth and purpose, that in his presence, we become more self-aware in ways that we will never be without prayer. 
And as we know that he sees us, and as we see him for who he truly is, we begin to receive the result of our faith. And this is why we trust, and this is why we believe. This is the work that God has placed faith in us to accomplish. It is the saving of ourselves, the saving of our our true humanness, redeeming us back to the original purpose, back to our original state of being made in God's image. And we are being formed back into the image of the perfect, perfect Father, just like He intended, intended from the beginning of creation. But all of this means that we cannot be healed, we cannot be made whole without regularly seeing ourselves through God's eyes in prayer. It's only as we see ourselves through His eyes and realize our own lowliness and broken ways, but understanding also the worth that He sees in us and the love with which He reached down to save us. It begins to change us. Only then can we lose the fear that keeps us kind of from admitting our flaws and admitting our sins. And in the power of his love, we're able to step higher into a new way of living. But it's not something that we have to wait for. That is something that is happening now. It's happening here. I'm different and my world and my life is not the same because Jesus is in it. Even though I haven't seen him yet, he's in it. I can't physically be with him right now, but I'm filled with joy as he begins to change me from the inside out. And all of this happens through prayer. Um, I'd like to invite you to join me in reading 1 Peter chapter 1 today. It's a wonderful little letter, and I know you're going to be blessed by reading it. Um, So enjoy your day of prayer. Enjoy your time in God's Word, and make a conscious effort to bless someone else. Um, Share a story with someone. Tell your wife, your husband, your kids, you know, something that happened with you in prayer. And God bless you as you have even more joy today receiving the result of your faith.